Presented by Syntax Advisors. Welcome to ETF TV, your insight into the world of exchange-traded funds, issuers, and investments. I'm Margareta Hrykova, and joining me today is Arnold Linas, Head of ETFs, Indexing, and Smart Beta at Amundi, and Deborah Fur. Arnold, Debbie, welcome to the show. Thank you, Margareta. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So, Arna, can you briefly describe your role and the path that took you to that current role? So, I'm heading the ETF indexing and smart beta business line at Amundi Asset Management, based in Paris. So, I used to run business for Lixor ETF for the last 10 years. I used to be a market maker on, on ETF side before for SOCGEN. So, I have mainly a trading and a computer science background. We just finalized the operation of merger between Lixor and Amundi. The deal has been closed on the 31st of December last year, adding the ETF business of Lixor with the ETF indexing and smart beta business from Amundi. So I'm very proud and happy to lead that business now. That's great. And congratulations. Where do you see the biggest opportunities for the combined entity? The combination of Lixor and Amundi ETF is basically creating a leader, a European ETF leader. Our joint business is representing 180 billion of assets, UCITS ETF assets. Amundi is a player of UCITS. We are expecting to grow our business by 50% by 2025, thanks to those joint strengths. We are bringing here together two teams, the Lixor teams and the Amundi teams. That brings a lot of talents of expertise on portfolio management, on index construction, product construction, capital markets, marketing. So I'm very glad and excited by this opportunity. And 2021 was a record year for the ETF industry globally in Europe and in most geographies. What were the highlights for you? Yes, indeed. 2021 was a record year in many aspects. You've been pushing the figures at ETFGI. The global ETF markets reached the threshold of 10 trillion. US market has been very strong, but Europe as well. We've raised 100 and more than 160 billion of assets last year, coming from 90 billion the year before. And what is very remarkable is the proportion of ESG ETF in that collection of assets. More than 50%, 55% actually, was on ESG indices. And inside the ESG pockets, we can see the emergence, the strong emergence of climate ETFs and thematics responsible investments that both represent 10% of the market collection. So that's outstanding. And we expect this trend to continue, meaning clients switching from classical market cap weighted indices to their ESG version, adding on top of it the climate layer. We expect Europe to be the leader in that. And at Amundi, we will do our best to provide to clients solutions to transition their portfolio to ESG and to net zero as soon as possible. When you think about 2022, where do you see the biggest opportunity for ETFs in terms of products and geographies? On the macro view, we are installing ourselves in a higher inflation mode that will probably stay for months across equity. It may be having the capacity to select companies that can have a poor price capacity to transmit the inflation in their price. We can see that in commodity as well. That's going to be a higher part of the cake for multi-asset allocators. And on the fixed income side, we will see more flows into linkers like the US tips, but as well through pure inflation break-even products. 
The Fed is going to increase the rates this year. The market is expecting five rate hikes this year. For sure, clients will prefer shorter duration to avoid interest rate risk, potentially taking into account floating rate notes in their allocation. In terms of sectors as well, we are seeing a lot of sectors rotation from growth to value. The banking sector is in favor as well. So that's interesting to see the main themes of the last four or five years starting to reverse. But as said earlier, underneath, the switch from market cap weighted to ESG and climate indices will continue. So that's really our duty to propose in every asset class, every sector, every niche of the markets, a solution that brings the ESG parameter into account. So we're going to see volatility in the market, high inflation, higher rates environments. So a lot of rotation in the portfolio, but probably the clients, investors, institutional investors, distributors will take the opportunity to include ESG on top of it. Arno, thank you for joining us today and good luck with all of your goals and ambitions. Thank you very much, Debbie. Debbie, can you talk about some of the other news in the ETF industry? Last week, there were 31 new listings from 19 issuers and 32 new cross listings. When we look at where products are coming to market, there were 10 from Canada, so we've seen a lot of activity there, nine from Europe, seven from the US, and five from Asia Pacific. Three new issuers came to market. 11 of the products were active. We had three crypto products. Many of the products were thematics. We saw Global X has come to market with six products some in Europe, some in the US. We also saw Bank of Montreal with five new products in Canada. I think if we look at where we are almost at the end of January, we see that there's been 117 new listings and 98 new cross listings. There's been 16 closures of ETF. So net, we have 111 new products in the market already in 2022. I'm sure we're gonna see more products come to market and more innovation. So I think the themes of ESG and thematics will be something that will continue to move forward as we also heard just now from Arno. Thanks so much, Debbie. And thank you to our sponsor, Syntax Advisors, to Arno and to all of you for watching. To watch prior episodes and to see news from the ETF industry, visit us at etftv.net. Thank you. ETF TV News does not provide investment advice nor recommend products.